Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COB is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Welcome to the COB. I'm Daniela Kuye and it is Monday, the 12th of February. So let's take a look and see how markets performed today because of course we did have a slightly mixed performance from US markets overnight. And uh, today the Australian market, the SIBO 200, is closing out down six points or just over four tenths of a percent. And the ASX 200 is uh, yet to finalize the last trades, but it's currently trading down also just over four tenths of a percent or 32 points to around a 7,612. So a bit of a shame to see uh, weakness here in Australia, but nevertheless, it wasn't all bad news. So let's move to the three themes of the day. And the cream rises to the top. And this is in reference to those companies in reporting season that are managing to start to put the runs on the board, as in the earnings, whilst they might be down year on year. And of course, I am referring to some of the retailers, but the results are better than expected. So some companies are showing the cream rises to the top and we're seeing a great share price performance. But it's also year of the dragon. And although this started uh, the full started on the weekend, I just thought it was worth pointing out that the year of the dragon is one of the second best uh, years when it comes to the Chinese astrology for markets. And so whilst we have seen markets around the world, the S&P 500 at new highs moving through 5,000, there is potential in the year of the dragon for that market continuing to move high, which could take other markets with it as well. Now, it is the week of data dependence. Central banks continue to watch data and inflation reads. More on that soon, but just bear in mind that there will be a deluge of data this week, as well as reporting season, which will move not only stocks around, but also markets. So which sectors were in focus today? And healthcare was one of them. And CSL, unfortunately, down by 5% to around $289. And that is on the fact that it's a major drug trial did not come up as expectations. However, it wasn't all bad news because Cochlear was in the green and so was Sonic, but ResMed and Fisher & Paykel also under some 
selling pressure. Looking at the energy sector, we can see a weakness there for Woodside off by about 2% and Young Coal off by over 1%. Just worth noting that energy prices were weaker after Israel that it said it finished uh, bombing South Gaza. Now turning to IT with that strong lead that we saw from Nasdaq on Friday, information technology stocks are shining today, particularly Altium and Technology One up by over 2%, with Zero also performing well up by about 1.4% up to $113. Now, lots of corporate stories, and Ordinate was one of them, reporting net profit after tax just shy of $5 million for the first half. And this compares to a $0.4 million loss a year ago. Revenue was up 48% to $47 million. Those shares up a staggering 20%. Horizon. Um, and we did speak to the CEO of Ordinate, so you can catch that interview on our website. Equally, I spoke to the CEO of Horizon Group and they reported an over 80% spike in first half net profit thanks to higher earnings from its rail network and coal haulage business. Those shares also being rewarded up 3.4%. And it's been my day today because I spoke to the Car Group CEO as well, and they lifted their interim dividend 21% and flagged further earnings growth after reporting a 34% pop in first half adjusted profit. Those shares up by 1.5%. Beach, Beach Energy also swung into first half net loss on the back of a large pair charge against its oil and gas fields in the Cooper Basin, but nevertheless those shares up 2.8%. And as I mentioned, CSL became the top loser on the ASX 200 today after its unsuccessful drug trial, and shares there off by more than 5%. So to get into some of those details, who better to ask than the one and only Henry Jennings from Marcus today who joins me now. Henry. Uh Hi, Danielle. Hi. Happy Monday. Hope you've been having a good day. I guess it's a case of <laughs> if you hold certain shares and the cream is rising to the top, you might be like the cat licking, it, licking its whiskers. Um, well, I've been watching the Super Bowl all day, to be honest, uh, Danny. I, oh, I knew say. you were going to say that, Henry. You and everybody <laughs> else is watching the Super Bowl. Uh, well, I guess Taylor Swift has, uh, has made it a little bit more uh, cool to watch American football. I have to say, I'm still scratching my head. I mean, they play for um, the four quarters, well, they're actually five quarters in the end, which I don't know quite how that works. But um, yes, it's still a very confusing game. Everyone comes off saying they're so tired, but they only seem to run about 30 metres the whole game. So it's, um, it is a confusing game. But the Chiefs got up in the end, Travis Kelsey... Uh, the winner on a number of fronts, I suspect. So that's been diverting a lot of my attention today. But you are right, Danielle. It has been a big day for some stocks, uh, not least of which has been CSL with that uh, disappointing drug trial. And this is not a small drug trial either. They did commit quite a lot of money, around a billion dollars, to this uh, this new drug. So um, the disappointment was palpable, down 5%. I had been... Uh, suggesting to some members of our newsletter that maybe 300 bucks was a price to start taking some money off the table, unbeknownst to me, of course, the drug trial. But, you know, it had run from $230 at its low to 300 bucks. I mean, that, that is a big run on just really a change in sentiment, I guess, from those dim, dark days when GLP-1 was going to kill Vifor and the, and the kidney uh, drugs uh, they have. So, you know, it was probably due for a pullback. I suggest that people were probably looking for a reason 
to uh, to sell it. And today that reason was that uh, drug trial. So, yes, it's been an interesting, as you say, cream rises. And what is really interesting, and we saw this last week, I guess, with Nick Scarly, is that Retail is mm. retail is not dead. You know, we've all thought that you know we're going to see that mortgage cliff, people slowing down in their spending, but no, maybe it's because we've got five hundred odd thousand new immigrants coming to Australia every year who have got money in their pockets and want to buy the things that set up a house, set up a flat, set up a whatever their wherever their living arrangements. But certainly, uh, JB Hi-Fi has some pretty good numbers, and we do seem to be addicted to our toys don't we our um iphones and various others i guess though henry um even though we do have brass in pocket ha 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 um (laughs) yeah it is chrissy (laughs) the um the results look they're still down year on year but i guess the markets have been really expecting even more dismal results so it seems like a case in point if investors saying well if this is as bad as it gets and, you know, we are at the top of the rate hiking cycle and interest rates are going to come down, look, 12 months down the track, surely earnings are going to be better for some of these retailers. I mean, is that a fair sort of takeaway? I, I think it is. You're, you're just pretending really uh, with your quotes. But uh, I think that is a, a fair kind of takeaway in terms of, uh, you know, the market does look forward. And to some extent, the results are looking backwards. So we're looking for the future. We are looking for a far more benign rate environment. I don't think we're going to see cuts that quickly from Michelle Bullock, to be honest. I think, you know, four and a half, five percent is relatively, you know, that by historical standards, that's kind of where it should be. 4.35 from the RBA is probably not far off where it, uh, the normal settings were through the 80s and 90s. So it's only the last decade that we've seen zero, uh, unless you're in Japan. So retail clearly doing well in terms of uh, capturing those dollars from the consumers that are spending. I, I guess, you know, when you look at the JB Hi-Fi numbers, good guys was down a little bit. Expectations weren't high. The stock had sort of peaked uh, back in the middle of January around that sort of $60.50 level uh, and then come all the way back to 56 bucks, And now, of course, we're back up to where we were in mid-January. So, you know, we, we have seen a, a bit of a sell-off in retail going into these numbers. And we have proved, as we saw last week with Nick Scarley, that retail is not dead by any stretch of the imagination. It has been greatly exaggerated, that death. Yeah, indeed. And I'll tell you what was a cracker of a result and really interesting speaking to the CEO is Ordinate because they were one of the companies that had lots of problems during the pandemic, the lockdowns with the chip supplies. But they're coming back, uh, which seems with a vengeance. And uh, it looks like they have quite a growth runway there. Is that one that you've had a look at, Henry? Well, it is. I've got. To, I know everyone loves Ordinate, and everyone says it's got a massive growth runway. And of course, they are pushing into new products. They've got video coming on as well. Dante is their uh, premium product for the audio visual industry. And we've come out of COVID, and everyone's going to conference, etc. But when you look at the numbers, um, you know, net profit, four point seven million dollars. That's not a lot of money, is it, for a one point six billion dollar company? Well, so, I guess it's that thing, though, isn't it? It's um, it's a bit like Prometicus, isn't it? That company continues to be re-rated. I mean, the the multiple on on that one is just eye-watering. 
Yeah, well, you know, even if they double profit next year and made $10 million, you know, it's still a $1.6 billion company making $10 million. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's it's not cheap. It's, it's, you know, we don't have very many success tech stories in, in Australia, let's face it. Uh, and the ones that we have got get an inordinate amount of coverage. Ordinate has been a, a market darling in that respect. It has been doing very well. It's gone from, you know, it's basically doubled since uh, August last year. And, you know, shown probably no sign of changing that. But you do, I do scratch my head and look at it and go, well, five million bucks in profits and 1.6 million billion dollar market cap. Yeah. You know. Pretty eye-watering to say the least. Henry, yeah. we, we probably are going to have ongoing volatility as we run through this earnings season, which is not unsurprising. That's, you know, the hits and the misses. Um, any particular stocks you think have the potential to surprise to the upside? Um, I think, you know, one of the themes has been cost cutting. That's certainly one of the themes that we've seen from the US in terms of those tech stocks. They've had a lot more discipline, uh, a lot more jobs have gone in US tech. I think things, uh, especially in the insurance sector, could surprise to the upside. Uh, we've seen, you know, one of the bugbears, I guess, of the RBA and the ABS, when you look at those inflation numbers, is insurance costs are going through the roof. Uh, certainly got no bearing in terms of uh, CPI raises. So that could be interesting there. And I guess some of the, even the more boring companies like Telstra uh, could probably uh, may surprise a little bit. Uh, the the uh, retail sector continues to surprise, so I wouldn't be, uh, I wouldn't be averse to uh, suggesting there's one or two surprises in there as well. And the banks, you know. They've um, had a great run, haven't they? I mean, questionable oh. whether or not those share prices can sustain these levels, particularly uh, the mighty Commonwealth Bank, which has really surprised everybody. Uh, it's surprised everybody because it's, it's very expensive. Australian banks are some of the, the most expensive globally in terms of uh, price to book ratios. ANZ came out today with a bit of an update. And I have to say, when you look at the, uh, the provisions and the credit quality, et cetera, all look pretty benign. The stock itself was uh, one of the best performers in the banking sector today. So I don't think that's a bad place to be. I, I know it's been eye-watering in terms of uh, the push higher. We'll find out on Wednesday, of course. But the fact that they had the uh, the mortgage war seems to have drawn a truce uh, last year. It'll be interesting to see on those net interest margins. But there is a lot of perfection baked into those banking stocks. So uh, there, there is potential for a surprise from CBA. We've seen a changing of the guard of NAB as well. So there's, there's plenty going on in the banking sector, but it is, you know, if you're a new investor coming to the banks here, you look at it and go, hmm, probably yeah. wait for a pullback, but they just don't seem to want to pull back at the moment. That's the problem, Dan. Yeah, not at this stage. Well, Henry, thank you so much for Taking you away well from the post-Super Bowl whatever. Oh. <laughs> who, who is Usher? Why is he so Why is he so good? It was dreadful. Was it dreadful? I have to go and watch it. I wasn't watching it, Henry. Oh. I've been working. I've been interviewing CEOs. So on that yeah. note, have a, a fabulous afternoon and thank you for joining the COB. Thanks, Danielle.
Okay, Henry Jennings there from Marcus today. Now let's have a look at some of today's leaders. And we have, of course, been touching on them. JB Hi-Fi up by 7% to over $60. LaVisa also catching love, almost up by 4.8% and it's over $25 again. Prometicus, wow, new high, $111 up almost 4%. Horizon up 3.5%, $390. And Super Breach. Retail again, another great retail stock doing well, up 3.2% to around $16.50. Now let's have a look at some of the laggards. Liontown Resources and of course Albemarle's um, offer for that has uh, been removed off 8%. Fletcher Building in a trading halt pending a material earnings update, which does not sound like good news prior to that trading halt. The stock down 6%. CSL we've discussed off 5%. Chalice Mining off almost five and Star Entertainment off a four. Now let's have a look at some of the small caps today. And Sarada up 15%, Brainchip up 13 and Northern Minerals up 11%. And some of the laggards in the small caps, Iris Metals off by 16%, Sinlay Milk off by 14, uh, Australian Vanadium down eight and Meteoric Resources also off by almost 8%. Now let's go to the stock of the day. Day, which was JB Hi-Fi and Gaurav Sodhi from InvestSmart and Mathan Samasamdaran from Deep Data Analytics joined us on the call to share their buy, hold or sell verdicts on the stock. One thing I have learned is you buy these kind of retail stocks when interest rates are going up because people are yep. spending too much money. When interest rates are going down, People are not spending that much money. So I would say as good as it gets, I mean, all the weak retailers haven't really bounced as much. These guys have done well. You are getting, you know, it's, and everyone knows it. It's not like it's a surprise in JB Hi-Fi. So I'd be looking somewhere else. And JB Hi-Fi is so dominant in the retail channel. Think about who's their competition. Harvey Norman is, if if I'm critical of JB Hi-Fi, I'm scathing of Harvey Norman. That is a poor retailer right. that whose results are very difficult to I explain. Miss <laughs> <laughs> um, but but they benefit from that. So look, I, I've, I've looked at those points. And I think those points have dominated my thinking. And I've missed that this is, we've been talking about monopolies. This is another one. This, who do, who's going to compete with JB Hi-Fi? Yep. They've locked up all the store locations. They're the lowest cost retailer in the world. That's probably good enough. So yes, I'm, I'm happy to take my lumps on JB. I've been wrong about it. But what an extraordinary business it is. And let's check in and see what is happening overnight. And we will have a number of Fed speakers, including Bowman and Barkin speaking, as well as Bank of England Governor Bailey and the US federal budget balance. And if we turn to what is happening tomorrow here on markets, we have the Australian Westpac consumer sentiment, as well as the NAB business confidence. We have the Japan year-on-year PPI and Japan preliminary machine tool orders, as well as New Zealand inflation expectations. And uh, we also will have a suite of companies reporting just to give you an idea as we go into uh, next or sorry, tomorrow, quickly pull this up. And while we're doing that, we might just have a look at in terms of what the market closed. 
and uh, we have the SIBO 200 which was off around six points sorry I think it was six points we're not getting that let's get the ASX 200 that closed down around 30 points or 0.4% to 7,614 and I was right the SIBO 200 off six points or four tenths of a percent and just a quick rundown uh, a number of earnings including uh, Challenger tomorrow CSL of course will reporting IPH James Hardy Macquarie NetWealth Seek Temple and Webster, to name but a few. Well, that is it for the COB. Just worth noting that the munis are a little bit weaker at the moment in terms of US markets, the Aussie dollar a tad weaker. But that's it for us here at Ausbiz. Have a great evening and we'll see you bright and early at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.